0: Bootcamp to sign up. It's also linked in the show notes for you. I can't wait to help you habit hack your health. I'll see you in Habit Loop Bootcamp. Hey girl, are your healthy habits all over the place or non-existent? Do you wish you could find true food freedom, move your body for joy, and really just talk a little nicer to yourself? If you have tried to habit hack your health, but the strategies you've tried just haven't worked for you in your busy lifestyle, then this podcast is for you. Hey, I'm Emily Nichols, habit and fitness coach, behavior change specialist, and Taco Tuesday enthusiast. (laughs) Hey, I'm here to tell you there is an easier way than what we've been taught about our health and our habits. How do I know? Well, because I've transformed my own life through habit hacking, and now my family gets the best of me, and I now help my clients do the same. I'm now going to teach you how to create healthy habits and less time, guilt free for all seasons of your life. It's not your fault your habits haven't worked, my friend. We just have to do them differently. So, are you ready to feel empowered and transform your habits and life? Then let's do this. Hey, gang, welcome to Habit Hack Thursday. I'm really excited to talk to you today about diet dogma. Oh my goodness. I feel like this is such a juicy topic and we're of course going to habit hack this together. I'll give you a habit loop at the end, but first I wanted to thank you all so much for taking a chance on yourself. I'm like so excited for everyone enrolling in the accelerators this week. Just a reminder, I have a flash sale going on this week, 30% off. You can use the code SUMMER at the link in the show notes or just go to emily-nichols.com slash accelerators and grab either the Mindset Movement or Food Freedom Accelerator or grab the bundle to get all the bonuses, the private podcast, the routine workshop to habit hack your health. I'm so excited for you all. So in the last episode, I shared my four-step habit hacking system. I revealed it to you. I've never really shared it anywhere else except um, in my private podcast, Atomic Habits for Women, and this is the strategy I teach inside of each accelerator, but every challenge we talk about in the accelerator is based off of surveys and conversations with you all, and juicy, juicy habit strategy geared towards a busy working mom In mind to help you habit hack your health, okay? Because look, I know you know, I know you know, okay, I need to move my body, okay, I need to eat healthier, okay, I need to talk nicer to myself, but how the heck do we do that? How the heck do we do that logistically with our busy, busy lives? habit strategy is the answer. I'm a behavior change specialist in addition to being a fitness coach. And this is the missing link I've seen for my clients, for folks that I coach in person and online. And this is gonna be a game changer for you as well, okay? So go listen to my previous episode, learn a little bit more about the system. I might drop a bonus episode tomorrow, giving you more of a sneak peek of the accelerators as well, but the sale ends the 23rd at midnight Eastern, okay? So go to the link in the show notes. Use the code SUMMER to get 30% off any of the accelerators or the bundle. There is a payment plan available for the bundle as well, but y'all, I made these super affordable to start with because I don't want anyone having any obstacles when it comes to habit hacking your health. Okay, so in particular, the Food Freedom Accelerator is always my most popular one. And I think it's because food has become so complicated, right? Inside of the Food Freedom Accelerator, we share a simple way to think about eating from the female perspective, what we need, not just now, but our whole lives, right? Training for life, habit hacking, grocery shopping, mini meal preps, emotional eating time and family etc. So if that's speaking you to make sure to go grab the Food Freedom Accelerator in particular because it's 30% off right now. So let's talk a little bit more about habit hacking diet dogma. And of course, like I said, I'll provide a habit loop at the end for you. This is what we do inside of each accelerator, by the way. Like there are habit loops for each challenge, bonus habit stacks, and there's over 20 Habit Loop, 60 in to, over 60 in total if you do the bundle to help you customize these habits for you. But this episode was really inspired by a quote I saw this week on Instagram. I saw one of my podcast besties reshare it on her stories as well. And sometimes when I feel like I see a message over and over again, like that's my cue. Like, okay, I need to share this with you, okay? And the quote I saw on Instagram said that your diet shouldn't have a name. Ooh, ooh, listen to that again. Your diet shouldn't have a name. Now, I know sometimes there are instances where your doctor has to prescribe some type of protocol for you, right? If you're having some type of food sensitivity, like that's a totally different subject to talk about, right? But what is the definition of dogma? Okay, what is the actual definition? So that is a principle or set of principles laid down by an authority as the truth, the one and only truth. And gosh, I see this so much with diets and even exercise, right? Like you're like, okay, someone's like, oh my gosh, I did keto. I live paleo. I do intermittent fasting. I do the carnivore diet. Whole30, y'all know I used to be a Whole30 certified coach, and I do feel like there's a time and place for a Whole30. I don't feel like that's dogma. Like that's the only truth though. What is it? There's zone, weight watchers, Atkins, doing low carb, being vegan, plant-based, etc., And I think what happens when we prescribe to a certain diet dogma is maybe you had something work for you, right? Like for me, back in 2015, when I started my own transformation journey, it started with food for me and my habits and relationship with food, and it actually started with Whole 30. But what was really next level for me from there was really um, my habits and relationship with food and the food freedom that came after that. That kind of helped boost me into finding what food freedom meant because I couldn't live a whole 30 the rest of my life that's not sustainable or fun. And most diets aren't sustainable or fun. You're following a set of rules that are usually restrictive and you can't live your life like that, right? And by the way, we're going to have a guest expert on this upcoming Monday talking about a little bit more about diet dogma, but also not prescribing to the diet culture BS and like what all the fit pros are telling you on Instagram and TikTok. Like, it's a juicy one. I can't wait for you to hear that. So, when you find something that works, sometimes that turns into like the one and only thing. But then what happens when it doesn't work anymore? Right? Then it's so frustrating. Then you blame yourself and that guilt sets in, right? When I was doing research for this episode, as in, as of 2008, what I what I saw from my research is the weight loss market is worth an estimated 70 billion dollars. Gosh, this staggering figure is staffed by the 45 million people that take up at least one new diet per year, okay? So when everything is taken into account, the average adult, get this, will try 126 different diets in their lifetime, why is the diet industry a $70 billion industry? It's because diets don't work. There's so many different ones out there, right? But we're not finding one that works for us. We're prescribing to this one. We're doing this one. Or we think one is the only one to prescribe to. And a lot of times we're fueled by like emergency diets, right? So 24% of these people surveyed did a diet because they were wanting to be more satisfied when looking in the mirror. 21%, 21% said they were preparing for holidays or for a vacation where a lot of food would be served. I've done that before. And 18% getting ready for a big event, like like um, maybe it's like a, a, re, a reunion or a wedding like the But the problem is long-term sustainability, right? We're not thinking about this as training for life, and we're overcomplicating it. Ugh, we're so overcomplicating it, and I've been there. I've been there. We talk about this on the upcoming episode on Monday as well. So our diets have just become so complicated. We keep it super simple inside the Food Freedom Accelerator, and of course, we lead with atomic habits for women to make it even more sustainable. So Let's talk a little bit about why diets don't often work in the long term, a couple of reasons why specifically, and then we'll have it hack this together. So let's talk about it. Okay, friends let's be real here for a second, okay? There are so many energy drinks out there that are only focused on giving you the jitters before a workout. And I don't know about you, but I hate that feeling. Well, not FitAid energy. FitAid is boosted with 200 milligrams of clean caffeine from green tea, never the synthetic kind, so you never get that jittery feeling. And plus, it's only 15 calories per can. What I love is that they're not claiming that their energy drink will help you to to burn fat, or make empty promises. You put in the hard work and FitAid will help energize and refuel so you can do it again tomorrow. And unlike many other energy drinks, FitAid energy maximizes your athletic performance by focusing on both training and recovery, which I am all for as a trainer myself. So go grab one of the amazing FitAid energy flavors and you can save 40% off plus free shipping on your first order of 24 cans of FitAid energy. Just go to drinkfitaid.com slash habit hack. All right, friends, let's get back to the show. So number one, kind of like what I was already talking about, unsustainability. So many of these diets are designed to be like short-term, like a 30-day cleanse, a whole 30, like change your life in 21 days, and that's difficult to maintain over time. It's usually like really strict rules, restriction, extreme changes in your eating habits, which is so challenging to adhere to for much longer than that 30-day period. So once the diet ends, have you ever been there? You go face first into like a pizza and margaritas, like just speaking from experience, right? Number two, metabolic adaptation. Okay, so when you drastically reduce your calorie intake, because I know y'all are seeing this online where everyone's like, you just got to restrict your calories. You have to be in a calorie deficit. Yes, but sometimes we're doing it hardcore and your metabolism (laughs) is freaking out. It's going to end up slowing down your metabolism. Your body adapts to that, right? So your body actually ends up burning fewer calories to conserve energy, right? And that makes weight loss even more difficult, right? And additionally, a lot of times I've seen this before, Extreme diets lead to muscle loss, oh, and that further lowers your metabolic rate. And ladies, we need as much muscle mass as possible, not just for now, but long term, right? We're training for life. Number three, psychological factors. So dieting can trigger a really negative mindset and an unhealthy relationship with food, right? Restrictive diets can create feelings of like guilt for having this or having that deprivation or just obsession with food, right? Everything you're thinking like, okay, can I put this in my fitness pal and see how many calories it was? Or, oh, I went over my, if it fits my macros for the day and now I feel bad about myself. And that can just negatively impact your mental well-being over time. Number four, this is a big one, lack of individualization, right? Not every diet is one size fits all. So yeah, your neighbor or your girlfriend is doing Weight Watchers. She's killing it. You're like, what did she do? And she lost a million pounds. I want to be like her. But sometimes we're ignoring the fact that we each have unique nutritional needs, preferences, and lifestyles, right? That's why as women, we have to do habits differently. And what works for one person may not work for another. So really customized, personalized approaches need to be considered in order to be successful long-term. My body, my hormones, my lifestyle are different from yours, so what works for me may not work for you, okay? Number five, we only have a focus on short-term results. Many diets, like, really, they promote, like, rapid weight loss, right? Rapid weight loss. And when you see quick results, you're like, okay, we know, Like we talked about, unsustainability. Am I able to keep up this intensity for that long? The answer is always no, okay? It's more about trying to adopt healthy habits that can be maintained for life. Not I'm gonna restrict my food the rest of my life. I'm gonna work out just to burn calories and not move for joy. I'm gonna feel like crap all the time because I'm hangry and tired and I don't have enough muscle mass to give me energy throughout the day, okay? So we need to focus on long term. And I know that's hard. I know that's so hard. You know, we talk a lot about in the accelerators, 21 days to form a habit, but 90 days for it to feel like a lifestyle. Like I want you to get past those 90 days for it to feel just like those unconscious behaviors and have the system in place where the system becomes unconscious too, where you can pivot your habits based on what season of life you are in. Okay. Then lastly, this is the most important one, lack of behavior change. So. As a behavior change specialist, that is like my official certification to say, like, I'm a habit coach, I'm a habit geek, could talk about it all day long, right? Diets often concentrate on what to eat or avoid rather than addressing the underlying behaviors and habits that contribute to weight gain or poor nutrition. Emotional eating, huge one. Diet culture, huge one. Um, Also, time family. You're like, how am I going to meal prep when I don't have time? I got a family of picky eaters and they'd rather just have McDonald's every night or I'm making chicken nuggets and french fries every night. Like y'all, we've all been there, right? So we're not addressing emotional eating, stress management, portions, um, regular physical activity at the same time, right? We're only focused on that diet and not the actual behaviors that may be affecting our relationship with food and long-term sustainability, okay? So No diet is one size fits all. I don't think you should prescribe to a diet. If you have a diet that you are following that has a name, I'm sorry, I love you, I'm giving you a big hug, but that's not gonna work for you long-term, okay? Let me ask you this. How has that been working for you so far? Is this the first time you've ever been on a diet? Probably not. I've tried it all. Trust me, we've all done it, okay? So let's habit hack this, okay? Let's habit hack this and give you a habit loop. So this is from real life, okay? I was really inspired by... Um, I share a little bit about this in our upcoming episode on Monday and what I personally see sometimes on social media and what I used to do. So let's talk about a habit loop. I want to know if you relate to this. So a habit loop, remember, there is a cue, a routine, and a reward, okay? This is what we teach inside of all the accelerators. This is juicy, juicy habit strategy. You've probably heard of habit loops before, but you've never heard of habit loops how we do it inside of the accelerators because it's focused around either mindset, movement, food freedom, and the female perspective yes and amen. Okay, so let's talk about it. A cue. So, and sometimes when we do a habit loop, it's to um, get rid of an unhealthy behavior. So this is kind of following that. So a cue might be you're reading an article online or you are following someone or someone just a reel pops up on your Instagram and you're hearing someone talk about this new diet trend or dogmatic approach to eating they have before and after pictures like they got a six pack their booty is lifted they got a thigh gap they got that cute little flex that they all do to like show off like their nice little shoulders sticking the booty and the boobies out like you're like oh my gosh The routine from there is immediately adopting that prescribed diet without even evaluating or considering your individual needs, right? Maybe you're like, okay, well, I need to see what they're doing. Okay, I'm going to buy their program. Okay, I'm going to Google how to do this. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Like, I can't tell you how many times I've done that, friends, and I always was starting and stopping, starting and stopping because nothing was individualized for me. The reward, okay, so it's a feeling of In a sense of control and belonging by aligning to a particular dietary ideology, right? It might provide a temporary sense of satisfaction, validation, or the belief that following this prescribed diet will lead to improved health or weight loss. So, how do we have it hack this? You still have the same cue. You see or read an article about some type of diet. Instead of the new routine being, okay, I'm going to adopt that diet, you're going to be like, okay, I'm going to unfollow or, oh, I'm going to stick to the healthy habit plan that I have inside of one of the accelerators Emily gave me. Or I am going to prescribe to my own healthy way of balancing food and movement and mindset. And the reward on the other side is still the same. It's that feeling of control and empowerment. But instead of trying to take control, you're taking it from the place of self-love where knowing that something like that is very triggering to you and you're not going to prescribe to any more diet dogma, you're going to simply find your own version of food freedom or prescribe to what that is for you, my friend. So if this is hitting a button for you, if it's kind of hitting you in your gut and your heart, go try out the Food Freedom Accelerator. Again, that in the Mindset and the Movement and the Bundle, if you want to try, all three are on sale, 30% off until tomorrow, Friday the 23rd. Use the code SUMMER at checkout. It's all linked in the show notes for you, my friends. So we're talking a lot about diets because I know a lot of times, summer, we're wearing bathing suits. It's very triggering for folks. My friends, we are training for life here in the self-transformed world and habit-hacking our health in a way that is sustainable and from the female perspective. I'm here for it. I know you are too. So let's be on this journey together and train for life. Okay, friends, I'll catch up with you later next week. Hey girl, real quick before you go, did you know I have a secret podcast where I talk all about why most habit strategies don't work for us women? Spoiler alert, it's not our fault. <laughs> Visit bit.ly slash Atomic Habits for Women, it's linked in the show notes, to access my secret podcast series and have your biggest aha moment about why and how women have to do habits differently. And if you love the podcast, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a rating and review in iTunes. That way more mamas can find the show. Love and appreciate you, friend. We'll see you next time.